Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, listeners. You are live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions, in the Lion's Den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, and the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life, from the sourcehood of our connection with our Savior Jesus Christ. So what I want you to do is roar for your victory, roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Today our topic is I sing because I am happy. My God, the life of a psalmist, a singer, or a worship leader. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. These are the lyrics that were put down by lyricist Silva D. Martin. They have been covered by many singers, both socially in churches and professionally recorded. But it is, but it is the life of those who bless us with their voices, a life of ease and pleasure, is it? What are some of the struggles that those gifted angels who bring us so much joy from our favorite tunes and songs go through? Anyone can ask the Bible, loose can make a joyful noise. But my panelists will openly share what does it take to glorify the Lord and sing because you are happy. Listen, my first guest, he was born by the river. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't resist that. Listen, my first guest was raised in a faith-based family where his father was a preacher and his mother an evangelist. He was called to preach God's word early in life, preaching his first sermon at the tender age of nine years old. He went on to become a youth speaker and worship leader at the age of 13 for the firstborn church of Brunswick. He was later commissioned to be the youth counselor to assist in teaching, training, and motivating the youth. He's a graduate of Brunswick High School in Brunswick, Georgia, and he did his undergraduate studies at Fort Valley State University, majoring in history and minoring in music appreciation also taking technical studies of practical nursing at Macon State and Central Georgia Tech. He is currently a member and representative of the Ministerial Staff of Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, where Dr. Stephen Sumrall is the pastor, where he can be found uh, uh, working, teaching, preaching, and singing to the glory of God. This man of God is a friend of God, Reverend Lemon Green. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. All right, man. Listen, my next guest is the mother of two handsome sons. She's been in ministry since the age of 14. She's a member of Total Agape, in, or Total Agape Healing and Deliverance International Ministries under the leadership of Pastor James and Sheila Ashley. She was born deficiently premature. The doctors tried to abort her in order to save her mother. After unsuccessful attempts, it was decided, and I quote, this baby wants to live, and God has a plan for her life. She's an ambitious neo-soul gospel artist, and she celebrated the release of her EP, You Love Me, on November the 23rd, 2016. She is known as the intimate worshiper, Minister Mikaela Bryant. Welcome to our show tonight. 
Thank you for having me, Apostle. Oh, oh you're so you're so graciously welcome. Now, my last guest, but definitely not the least, she's the wife of the mighty man Keith Brown and the honored mother of Greg, India, and Makara. She is also the proud Gigi, I mean grandmother, to grandson Preston Jeremiah. She's a member of Miracle Impact Center in Fort Valley, Georgia, under the leadership of Bishop Jamie Johnson and Pastor Lazorda Garcia. She's a graduate of Southwest High School and operates at the Bibb County School District as a personal assistant. She's been singing since she was a little baby. Her hobbies include singing, traveling, cooking with hubby, as they are the industrious business owners of Brown Signature Grilling and Catering. And a hallmark in her life is spending quality time with family. This psalmist knows what it means to sing because she's happy, Mrs. Ingrid Evans Brown. Glad to have you tonight, Ms. Brown. I am humbled, glad to be here. Oh my God. Come on, let's hear it for our guest tonight. We're so happy you are here with us. Yes indeed. Listen, I gotta loosen my gotta loosen my pipes up in case I need to blow while y'all on here with me, but let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in the lion's den. Let's get ready. Now, now my first question, see, my parents took us to church, but unfortunately I wasn't necessarily a church boy. I grew up with that very boy in Hitsville, USA, Motown sound. Uh-huh. No, 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 let me stop. Some people start having flashbacks when I get to singing, good or bad. But listen, we're not always aware, but that early music helped shape our opinions and attitude. So I want to know what singers and songs touched your life and influenced your understanding of the power of music. I'm going to start with you, uh, Miss Evans Brown. Wow, a whole song that I can really remember from as a little girl, and I remember when Mother used to take me um, to my grandparents' house in the Georgia. Um, and I'll never forget the Sunday morning, the breakfast, when everybody, um, sometimes all 18 grandchildren were there, but we would always gather around the table um, for breakfast mm-hmm. together, prayer, mm-hmm. and my grandmother would always sing, Sweet Hour of Prayer. And it means mm-hmm. more to me now as an adult. Did as a child, but for my current songs, what ministers to me are artists like Tamala Mann, um, God mm-hmm. provides, and that's because of you know our day to day struggles. God does yeah, provide. Yeah. Would, in every situation, you have to let go and let God. So, um, mm. music is key to everything concerning my soul. Right now, uh, Minister Brian, what what songs uh, touched you growing up and influence had an influence on your life? Well, because I am a music connoisseur, I love just about everything. But the mm-hmm. first song, gospel song, that impacted my life was uh, Whitney Houston's song, Yes, Jesus Love Me, on the mm-hmm. Bodyguard soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And my yes. mother made me rehearse it back and back and back. But it was just the pureness mm-hmm. in her vocals that attached themselves to me. And I was like, I want that. I want to be able to sing like that. I want to be able to talk about, I don't know this Jesus they talking about, but, I, you know, I want to be able to resonate with that. And then as I got older, um, I grew in love with, like, the Clark Sisters. Uh, and because okay. I'm a neo-soul gospel artist, you know, I look for those jazz-like types, Kim Burrell. Um, uh, mm-hmm. One of the main artists that have impacted my life, her mm-hmm. name is Lisa McClendon. And she had a okay. song that came out, and it just, it was called You you Are Holy. And that song mm-hmm. just shook my life upside down because of the sound. It was something right. different to the gospel arena. It wasn't the Clock Sisters. It wasn't Kim Burrell, but it was just her own sound. And I said, that's what I want. I want something mm-hmm. different that's not traditional and that's a sound that just changed. Like when Kurt Franklin came, he changed the sound of gospel. And for me, mm-hmm. when Lisa mm-hmm. McClendon came on the scene, she changed the sound. And now there's Nick Aiel on the scene. So i got to change the sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that's so powerful because... That, that's so powerful because so many people come out and they want to be just like the next, so just like the other people. So it, it's good when you can come out and not be like everybody else. Minister Green, can you tackle that question for me? I mean, Reverend Green. Well, well um, for me, 
you know, coming from a long family of singing, you know, the Georgia Sea Island mm-hmm. singers and my grandmother mm-hmm. and my mother and and then, you know, me and my brothers, we did something, you know, growing up. But when I heard my mother sing Thank You, Lord by Walter Hawkins, it mm-hmm. did something to me to the pit of my soul to where I just knew there was a God. And, and, and I right. had to, to, to know who he was. Because when mm-hmm. she sung that song, and, you know, it still touches me every time she sings it. You know, she doesn't yeah. sing it that much, you know, nowadays. But, you know, I'm still the old school where to, I listen okay. to a lot of Ranch Island and John P. Steele and Fred yeah. Hammond. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I listen to a lot of different stuff, you know, just a lot of old mm-hmm. school. But I, I, I don't have a I very old soul. So, you know, that's what touches me. I love giant choirs like Mississippi Mass and Georgia Mass Choir and you know and it's just something about that power to have so many people sp- singing to, to one God and, and worshiping at the same time it just does something mm-hmm. to you. Amen. Well uh Reverend uh Reverend Gray, what would you say what what is the difference between singing a song and worshiping in song? Can you uh differentiate that for just singing a song and worshiping in song, what's the difference? Oh, it's a big difference, you know. You anybody mm-hmm. can learn how to or uh, use a computer to adapt their voice to sing mm-hmm. a song, you know. But when you worship, it's it's mm-hmm. like you connecting to the spirit okay. of God, and you are, are trying to connect to the spirit and the souls of the audience that is around you, and it, 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 it it's it's like. Something totally different, you know. I mean, when mm-hmm. you singing a good old song and you mm-hmm. hear people praising God and and, and then everybody's singing along, it, it just does something to the soul. So you know, oh more God. than Amen. you know. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, Miss Evans Brown, what what would you say the difference between singing the singing singing a song and worshiping in song? <clears throat> I'm in agreement with my friend. Anybody can sing, but to connect mm-hmm. with the song, and then you make it—it's it, connected with your audience. It's being connected with with God. Um, it's connecting your prayer life, your life experience, mm-hmm. your heart and soul to the music, mm-hmm. and right. just ministering. It, it's not about mm-hmm. putting on a show. It's not about worrying mm-hmm. about who's blue. You. It's more about God. I just want to worship you in spirit and in truth, doing it with your whole heart. For the word of God says, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. My God, that was beautiful. Uh, Minister Bryant. I would have to agree. Um, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And for me, the difference, I would have to be able to define that a little bit more because I'm known as the intimate worshiper. And worship mm-hmm. itself, to me, is defined not only by your lifestyle, but it defines your relationship. And you think about it like this. When we sing, like we say, many people can sing. I can sing one way in the shower, and I don't care if I'm on note. I don't care if I'm on key. But when you mm-hmm, worship mm-hmm. and you get into a presence and you get into a place where it's that ugly worship, I, I call it that ugly mm-hmm. cry, that deep worship, okay, God, okay. I don't care what I'm going through, this uh-huh. all I have is just my worship. You then beyond how you sound, how you look, how you feel, it's just like, okay, God, here am I. This is when I can connect to you. God, I don't see mm-hmm. you, but I feel you. God, I know you're here by just being able to worship you in spirit and in truth and giving it all here, here as it is, not by mm-hmm. the joyful sound that I'm making and the noise that I'm making to you. But God, here am I just to lay it all here before you. So worship really is, it connects you with your relationship. And to to worship him in spirit and truth, you have to have relationship with him. It goes hand mm-hmm. in hand. So it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. and a relationship. Mm-hmm. A different. Many people can sing. And That's many right. people in the gospel, and many gospel artists sing. But mm-hmm. you and I know the difference. Some of us know the difference between those who are making mm-hmm. a noise and those who have relationship with them. It's different. Mm. My God, that's powerful. See, that's what I try to tell my wife. When I'm in the shower and I start singing, 
to the glory of God. She be talking about, hey, you need, she don't understand. That's that joyful noise that's coming out of me. Well, anyway, anyway, but, man, you know that 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 was tremendous. Uh, some people need to hear that, and a lot of our. I, I hate to say new artists because I don't want to diss the old, the new school, but they do. Sometimes they're not really taught about worship versus singing. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, there there's some people that come on the scene, they want to bring something new, but sometimes they leave the element of worship out of that. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me take a break right quick, and uh, we're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back with these three powerful worship leaders. Y'all just hang in. We'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Wynn, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Wynn to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. And we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspired Network Radio, Win Radio. Listen, I'm partnering with some good people. They just want us to win. We Inspire Network Radio. I want to thank everyone who's tuning in tonight. You are the reason why we're here. And listen, I want to give you a free copy of my book, The Power Keys, Life of Wisdom Series, Volume 1. It gives you wisdom for living. Uh, just go to my page and like my page, Apostle John L. Solomon. Give me a valid email address, and I will send you the ebook free of charge. Listen, in the Lions Den today, I have guests Reverend uh, Layman Green, Minister Mikaela, and Mrs. Ingrid Evans Brown. These are some tremendous worshipers, and listen, they can sing too. Okay, listen, I want to ask you this other question. I, I know you three are great singers, and you've developed through your relationship with God, into formidable worship leaders. I want to know, when did you realize that you were a great singer, and how did you feel? Uh, let's start with you, Reverend Green. <laughs> oh, well. And, and, and don't tell me you ain't no great singer, because I, I heard all three of you. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and according to I, me and my friends and my producers, you're a great singer, so go ahead. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I could, I, I, I thank you for the compliment. I thank you for uh, saying that. But in my own mind and in my own sense, I don't see myself as a great mm-hmm. singer. I don't see myself mm-hmm. as you know somebody just out there trying to be seen. I see myself uh-huh. as a vessel, you know. And he has blessed me with okay. the, the talent, but. To say when I realized I had a talent and that I knew that I had a connection to be able to touch people, I mm-hmm. would probably say, I can't even think of it. I mean, I think it was when I sung a song. I was very young. I mean, I think it was when I sung Order My Steps at my church one day. It was a choir okay. concert, and okay. it was different churches there, and I sung that song with the choir, and when mm-hmm. I opened my eyes, because I was afraid, so but when I opened my eyes, I just saw everybody praising God and worshiping and, and and shouting and running through the church, and I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. All I did was sing. Come on now, <laughs> that's powerful, <laughs> man. And you know, one day I was in church, I was in the choir too, and I closed my eyes, and when I opened my eyes, I'm not gonna tell you what I saw. But anyway, let's, let's, um, uh, Miss Evans Brown, when did you realize that you were a great singer, and how did you feel? 
I am so in agreement with uh, Mr. Green, and I was reading the questions, and my head kind of cocked to the side, and I was like, okay, I don't want to use the word great. I always want to stay in mm-hmm. a position of being humble with the gift that God has given me. Um, I've been really? singing since I was a baby, um, and I'm just like him. I've always sang with my eyes closed, and mm-hmm. I don't have a reason. I don't know if he was afraid of making that contact, but as I okay. got into what this was all about, making contact with the people, being connected with God, if he's coming better for me, the more I sing, the more I'm in his presence, the more I pray, the more I study my word. He makes what I'm doing great, not me, but it's what he's doing mm-hmm. through me. Um, a couple of mm-hmm. years ago, I was going to actually um, do a solo for Pastor Garcia somewhere, and she called okay. me maybe an hour prior to, and she said, Ingrid, I'm going to need you to do praise and worship. I didn't say anything else, but okay. And I'm saying in the back of my head, okay, I'm not a praise and worship leader. I'm a soloist. You know, a soloist. Okay. I always grew up, you know, leading a choir and that type of thing because it was rehearsed. You knew where you were going. You knew the next stanza. You knew how you were going to end it. But this was leading me to a space. And I'm comfortable in that. So the more I do, and as I say, the more I say before him, the more he makes the contact with the people and the contact with him great through me. Amen. Amen. All right. I, I see. All right, uh, Minister Brian. I'm, I, I'm asking you the same question. What uh, What makes you What makes you a great worst, great singer? And when did you realize that you were? Um, I would have to say I agree with what everyone has said, and I think that is that I don't consider myself a great singer, and um, I'm known as the intimate worshiper, and Mm -hmm. I I believe more than wholeheartedly that I am a worshiper and not a singer. Um, And what signifies the difference for me is you have singers that can get up there in self, um, and they can do runs, they can compete, um, I love the quartet arena, and I probably might get some uh, some sad faces, and I might not get no brownie points with what I'm about to say. <laughs> quartet is one of my favorites, one of my absolute favorites. I was married into it for nine years, eight years. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I, the most hurtful thing to see is people who have the talent and the capability to allow God to use them and then use it for competition. Use it for showboat and use it for, you know, all the wrong reasons. So I don't like to identify myself with singing Mm -hmm. because that just identifies Mm -hmm. with the talent. That identifies with the gift. But what identifies Mm -hmm. with the anointing makes a difference. Mm -hmm. I am Mm -hmm. a worshiper who's anointed. I can't sing a lick. Now, you take the anointing away, all you're going to have is somebody making a sound. But you put the anointing with with it. I promise Mm -hmm. you the anointing will have you ready to run around the building roll on the floor, scream the speaking tongue, because the anointing is what destroys the yoke. And so I'm not Preach. a singer. I'm an anointed worshiper. Very big Ooh. difference. All right. Yeah, that's powerful. Thank you all for correcting me, because some people think it's, some people think that singing and worship are the same thing, and I just wanted to clear that up. You are some great worshipers. I know you don't like that. You don't like that word great, but because of who he is in your life and because of you're using it to his glory, the greater one is in you. Now, now look, I, I, I can't shout. Look, it looks like I'm crip walking when I start shouting. Now, Reverend, Reverend Green, here's a shout. That boy can go. But, but, but see, I, I do love that, that. Hey, I love that good hand clapping, feet stamping. Wait a minute, I can't say stamping. I'm in the South. My, my, what, that foot stomping, you know, am I saying that? Stomping. That foot stomping. Yeah, stomping. Now, when I was up north, I could say, your feet are, stamp your feet. No, no, you got to stomp my head. You know, I like the praise. It gets, it gets, the praise gets the church stirred, but I, I love worship. I love worship because it feels personal to me. It feels personal. Yeah. It feels, it's just me and God. And I love being in that place because when I'm studying, uh, when I'm preparing for to minister, I, I like that personal worship. Uh, would you explain mm-hmm. for our listeners what worship means to you and from what place does your worship come from? You know, what does worship mean to you and from what place does that Worship come from uh, Minister Brian. Worship means so much to me. Um, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible 
it says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I've been in the gospel a long time. And one thing I had to learn is to how to get delivered and set free from people. When you get delivered and set free from people, you will then know the reason why you shame. And you'll then begin to testify about all the things that you've been through, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so my worship begin to become my mouthpiece for honoring that which I have been through. I've overcome a lot. And so in my worship, I'm able to testify about the things that I've overcame. Not stand up there in fear about what somebody's going to think. Not stand up there in shame of how hellish and ugly it is. But I'm able to mm-hmm. tell my story and give God glory by the, by the worship and the sound that I put out. So for me, mm-hmm. it's more personal by, you know, many people mm-hmm. have many gifts. Many people only look for the titles where they can be behind the microphone preaching or they can be behind the microphone laying on the hand or they can be behind the microphone with the oil and, and they can prophesy and they can do all of that. Don't you know as worshipers, we have the same capability of setting somebody free by just opening up our mouth and saying what does say the Lord. And sometimes when you operate in the fivefold as I do, it oftentimes shifts you all kind of ways and it ain't just worship. It oftentimes shifts mm-hmm. you through other parts in the ministry. But what I I've learned is to it allows you to be transparent, open, and lay it all out on the front. Music is very universal, so it's something we all can relate to. But what I'm, what I love about it is, as a worshiper more so, if you listen to the lyrics, you'll hear the underlining of mm-hmm. what somebody's singing about. Yeah, we can, yeah. we can, we can find a lot okay. of people that's out there in the industry, and if, if we say, what songs matter today? Praise is what I do. We all automatically can resonate to what those lyrics say. Open the floodgates of heaven. We all can resonate to what those lyrics say. So it oftentimes becomes that which you are testifying about that makes you qualified to say what worship really means. And worship is me just living out my life story right in the microphone or or behind closed doors. And for whatever reason, the Holy Ghost wants to bother me at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's his consistent time. (laughs) And that's when, as a writer, I'll start the writing and just write lyrics and words back to back, and the Holy Ghost just comes. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Miss Evans-Brown, how would you define uh, worship? What does uh, worship mean to you, and from what place does your worship come from? Oh, Wow. My comes from a lot of places. Um, I I don't look like what I've been through, and I'm sure all of us can mm-hmm. attest to that. But mm-hmm. my really comes forth out of life experiences, places and experiences I've had, and I've had to go right behind a broken heart, my heart bleeding and being told, this is where your deliverance comes from. And I got to go through and do this praise and worship anyway. My sister's telling the truth. That's where deliverance comes from. You know, mm-hmm. being naked before him and even allowing somebody else to get delivered through your testimony that's coming through your worship. So you just got to be in a place where you are fearing not what man says, what people think, because whether people say it or think it, Somebody's going through mm-hmm. what you've been through And you are ministering From a place mm-hmm. That only you and God truly know what's going on And it's on. not even all about you. So worship is Pressing through, going before man And going before the mm-hmm. Lord naked And ministering, why? Not because you want to be seen But because you love the Lord And because you want to do his will No matter what mm. That That's so powerful You know what, I like how the Bible said preach in season and out of season. Mm-hmm. But there are times when you have to worship in season yeah. and out of season. You know, you may not even feel that. Say what? Go ahead. Say what? You're telling the truth. Okay. You're broken and yeah, yeah. That, but yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah this, this, this is powerful. Listen, I need to break for a commercial. When we come back, I'm going to let Reverend Green tackle that, and he's going to explain. He's going to share with us his uh his understanding of worship and what place it comes from. My God, this is wonderful. Y'all hold on. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. My name is Minister Annie Bell, and I am the host of Irene's Blog Talk Radio Show, where we endeavor to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, 
sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as being the vehicle by which we use to bring awareness and resources to the community to aid in the prevention of these abuses. IRAIN, which is a declarative acronym for the individual survivor, that means I, I identify myself as a survivor, no longer a victim. R, reclaim my life. E, excel at living. G, grow in Christ. And N, nurture myself and others. This declarative acronym has developed into a victorious lifestyle brand that empowers and aids in the healing journey of survivors of abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. I have also written a book entitled, with the namesake, I Reign, A Survivor's Guide to Thrive, which is now available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Pick up your copy of my book today and join me every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here on We Inspire Network Radio, where together, through God, we win. If we endure, we will reign with Christ. And we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspire Radio Network, Win Radio. I'm partnering with some people that want us to win. I want to thank everyone for staying tuned in tonight. Listen, we're excited uh, about tonight what's going on. We're, we're talking about I Sing Because I'm Happy. just want to give a shout-out to Pastor Larry Wilson, Pastor Brenda Sowell, uh, Miss Rosalie McCut- McNutt, Ms. Maggie Mc, uh, McDowell, and Minister Shannon Stafford, and the one and only Minister Lady Lisa Solomon. Thank y'all for supporting the show and all that you do. You know, I'm trying to build a staff so that I can get these sponsors because we want to keep on going. Listen, tonight I have with me uh, Reverend Layman Green, Minister Mikaela Bryan, and uh, Mrs. Ingrid Evans-Brown. When we left off, we were talking about worship, what worship means to you, and from what place your worship comes from. Reverend Green, if you can go ahead with that. Well, for me, worship comes from the pit, you know, the pit of my soul, my pain, my regrets, my sorrows, my worries, you know, because I can I can make it another day if I can just worship. Through all mm-hmm. of this, you know, I can praise all day long for my blessings because those okay. are going to continue to come. He guarantees those. But yeah. through this pain and these sufferings and these hard times, I need to be able to worship him. You know, and, and that's where my worshiping comes from. You know, if ever I'm, I'm in a dark place or if ever I'm, you know, just don't feel that well or can't, you know, feel that that that, that the devil is just, doing everything he could to me, I I know that if I open my mouth and, and, and just say Jesus and, and, right. and, and continue to sing that, you, you don't mm-hmm. know that, that that right there allows your your soul to be happy. And when your soul is happy, your body is happy. So I, I just, you know, worship <laughs> right. for me is, 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 is everything, is, is, my, is, 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 is what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, my soul got happy and I stayed all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what your pastor was say Sunday when you, that's what Pastor said at church Sunday. He said my soul got happy, so we're gonna stay in church all day. And everybody gonna say Amen. You know how you do. <laughs> you know how uh, you listen, do <laughs> Listen, I, I wanna um we believe as we get in a place and it's that song that comes and it just lifts you to the uh, the rafters, to the stars. It just hits you. I don't know, what's your go-to song when you feel it's effective and you recognize that it ministers to people when you sing it? What would, what would yours be, Miss um, uh, Ingrid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My go-to song is Safe. Um, it was Oh my gosh, it goes to so many places in my spirit because 
The Lord is our shepherd. And what, what with song is that? Lord is our shepherd. Yeah, we have everything we need. What and song is that? Let me say, say. I, I don't know what that sound. I don't know what that sounds like. Can you um, can you touch on that for me a little bit? Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in his meadow grass. And he leads me beside the quiet streams. Have you heard it before? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I know what you're talking about. Just a little bit more, just a little bit more, and I think I'll fully know what it is. <laughs> he restores my hell, and he helps me to do what honors him the most. That's why I'm safe. That's why I'm safe. You can feel well, yeah, it. Hey, hey, man, my God. Yes, it's a, that's a powerful song. Yes, who he really is in our mm-hmm, lives, mm-hmm. that we're safe with him no matter what. And mm-hmm. with him, all things are possible, but without him, we are nothing. So we're safe in his arms. You just mm-hmm. got to believe it. You got to stay steadfast and unmovable in him. Amen. Yes, Amen. 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 Uh, Minister, Minister Bryant, uh, what's the thing you you, you know, you feel that you just go when you are you're in that place, and you just it just takes you there, and you recognize also that ministers to other people too when you sing it. Um, for me, it would have to be praise is what I do. Um, praise is what I do. I, I don't know is, if I, I don't, I don't know if I heard that before. You think you can uh, <laughs> give us a little bit of that? I <laughs> see. Praise is what I do when I want to be close to you. I my hands in praise. Thank you, Lord. Praise is who I am. I will praise you while I can. I'll bless you all time. That is my go-to song because praise oh really is what we do, and it is a powerful weapon that we Amen. use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it's and my then go-to. It, it, it goes from what I do to who I am. Uh, that, that's what mm-hmm. I like what you all have pretty much said. It, it may be something that I'm doing or I may be singing or worshiping, but it totally uh, engulfs me, and I become embodied in what I'm doing until it's what I am. Uh, Reverend Green, what, what's what's your go-to song? What, what is the song that you feel is effective for you, and you recognize that it ministers to others when you sing it? I love you, Lord, yeah. and I live. Yeah. My Lord, hmm. to worship you, take yours, my King, in what you be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Oh Lord, that's all Amen. I got to say. Man, thank y'all for that tremendous. Yeah, I think I think everybody needs a, a, a song when they're going through. Um. um Minister Bryan, touch on the power of music for a minute, please. Because I think sometimes people take it for granted, especially in especially in the house of God. You know, sometimes people can come in and just kind of off off focus or whatever, and just not understanding the power that that's in our worship or in our uh, you know singing unto the Lord. Wow. 
Um, we definitely take it for granted. I'll be honest with you on that. Um, but when you are a person, I, I I listen to all different types of genre of music. And what I mean by that, as I said, I listen to the lyrics. And mm-hmm. I'll use a testify a testi- testimony about something that happened to me recently. Um, about three weeks ago, I was going through something, and I was so depressed. And I couldn't pray about it because I had I prayed I prayed all the prayers I could pray. I couldn't fast about it. I had fast so much I was losing weight. You know, I couldn't I couldn't talk about it. I got tired of talking about it. And I remember I said, God, I'm waking up. I'm thankful for another day. I was just so depressed. And all I could hear was the Lord say, put on lovely day. I was like, what, what, what do you mean? I heard the melody before. Lovely day. It's going to be a lovely day. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, well, God, I'm going to put the song on. Now, the more I put the song on, I was like, oh, it ain't a lovely day. I'm mad. I'm I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm this. I'm that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. about round three of the song going on and on and on on repeat, I started noticing mm-hmm. my hands started moving. My okay. feet started moving. My mm-hmm. face started, the frown started to turn the other way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I, I done went from playing it while I was in the shower. I don't put it on mm-hmm. while I'm in my truck. I'm just a dancing mm-hmm. and the whole 45-minute ride to work. I said, oh, it's going to be a lovely day. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Walking into the office, it's going to be a lovely day. And that song just began to minister to me. And I don't care mm-hmm. what we're going through. It's moments like those. I don't care if it's a gospel song, a, a, a temptation song, whatever song it is. We all have something that we get our hand moving. Our feet moving, and we just get mm-hmm. we forget that we get forget about the cares of this world, and so that's music right, really right. does allow you to find the joy that's within, even if it don't show on the outside. It allows you that's to good. tap in to that joy that's within. So that's mm-hmm. what music does. Amen. That's good. Uh, uh, Miss Miss Evans Brown, what touch on the power of music for a few minutes? I agree with my sister. Music, I, I listen to things before I go to bed to the degree that the music is in my sleep. I know it's nobody but God because he wakes me up all throughout the night, and we think it's to go to the bathroom, but 99.9% of the time is God wanting to have an intimate time with us. Yeah. And a lot of people are thinking about music, and the words to the music and how it's fitting with what I'm going through. And I, you know, pick specific songs for whatever the situation is. And I tell my daughter when we get in the car in the morning, I said, okay, DJ, you know what I got to hear? And she plays Mm -hmm. it. And I'm realizing that that's rubbing off on her because, you know, it's just, it, it's motivating. It uplifts your spirit. It commands your mm-hmm. day along prayer. It sets the tone, the atmosphere, and it shifts mm-hmm. things. It shifts your thinking. Yes. You're thinking about specific situations, how you're going to handle situations. It will change your whole stature, your demeanor, your inner man. you got to listen to the right things, and you have to just kind of soak mm-hmm. in what is God trying to say to me through this song. Mm-hmm. And once you just mm-hmm. let him download that in your spirit, and you take off and you run with it, praise mm-hmm. you for a weapon. <laughs> There's nothing nobody can do with you because you know what your testimony is behind that song. Amen? Wow. Amen. That's powerful. Reverend Green, could you go ahead too and touch on the power of music? I mean, the power of music, of course, I agree with both of the sisters on here with me today. And it's uh, it's a barrier breaker. I mean, you it reaches all races, creeds, denominations, religion, regardless. It's just something about music and it just touches everybody. You you can find in many things in life how music has calmed crowds and have, have swayed minds and, and made people, you know, happier. And, and 
and, and the things that it has done throughout history and the different genres that there is out there. You know, music is just everywhere, and this is just the essence of everyone. My God. Man. Well, my God, this is tremendous. Listen, we're going to break for a, a commercial. Y'all just hold on, and we will be right back after these messages. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. All right, and we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you are tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Tonight, we're here uh, with our topic, I Sing Because I'm Happy, the life of a worship leader. My God, these people have really put it down tonight. You have amazed me with some of the things that I've heard. It has really been a blessing to my soul as well as my listeners. Listen, I want to ask you a question here. Uh, one of our greatest voices uh, who passed away, who, Whitney Houston, when she died, a friend of mine said shit, that her, her gift didn't bring her the joy that it brought millions around the, around the globe. And I said, okay, that, that, that is possible. And so, you know, what I do sometimes is I listen to myself preach. It's not being a narcissist or anything. It's just that if I can't receive my own preaching, how can I expect anybody else to receive it? So I, I want to know how has this gift of singing that you have, how has it brought you joy and enhanced your life? Anybody, anybody can take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Um, anybody who knows me, and a lot of times people that meet me don't know I sing, and I'm randomly around my job and I'm singing and I'm, you know, because... <laughs> That's just a part of me. And my answer about music, you know, about music and what it is to me, music and singing is my passion. Um, uh-huh. And I think in order to be, can be in singing or whatever you undertake, you have to have a love for it. When I sing, I sing from my heart. Um, when I'm asked to sing something, it's not just a lot of song. It's something that, has ministered to my heart from from some degree. It has to mean something to me because I don't want to come across as a sounding breath, you know, in a tinkling cymbal. I want people okay. glorified, and I want to be a blessing. My prayer every morning before I leave home is, Lord, just help me to be a blessing to someone. And I said to my mom some time ago, I have this one aunt, and she says, every time she sees me, she's up and up. She says, when I die, I want you to sing in my funeral. And I'm to the point of running from her, but she said, you, and she grabs my arm real tight. She said, oh, you just blessed me. You just blessed me. And I'm saying to myself, okay, God, I asked you to let me be a blessing, but, you know, you just get kind of fearful when people say that. So my prayer and what I'm mm-hmm. doing is that I am a blessing to someone, that I help someone, heal someone, mm-hmm. help someone get delivered through my testimony, through song, um, you know. Amen. That's tremendous. All right, Green. How has this gift brought you joy and enhanced your life? Ooh, really? It, I, I really can't say it's brought me joy mm-hmm. because it's a part of me. And, and mm-hmm. I've, it's other things that, you know, bring joy to my life. But when it comes mm-hmm. to music, it's like it's just a part of me. So I'm going to smile. I'm going to be happy when I'm singing, you know. Even mm-hmm. when I don't really want to sing, it's just something about when you start singing, everything mm-hmm. disappears. And 
and all you can think about is is God and yourself and and, and doing what you can do and enjoying mm-hmm. what you do. You know, they always say you can work for the rest of your life or you can love what you do for the rest of your life. And singing mm-hmm. is something that I, I love what I do and and okay. it, it brings so much happiness to where, you know, I can just have the worst day ever and somebody comes say can you sing me a song? I'm going to jump right into it, sing it, and be happy, and we all going to be happy and go on about our business. Minister <laughs> uh, Brian, how has your, your gift brought you joy and enhanced your life? Um, I would say I didn't realize it until last year. I know um, you, Apostle, had the honor of um, emceeing my EP release, um, but yes, the EP was very transparent. Um, I started writing lyrically on the EP four days after an an sexual assault. And so uh, it was easy to want to give up, to not even lose sight of the vision, to lose sight of the vision as to why I needed to finish the project. But it wasn't until Mm. well after the EP release, well after the CD was produced, well after my trials and my storms, it was the moments when I started getting the inbox messages that said, this song saved my life. It was the moment when I started getting the phone calls that said, you know what, I was riding to work, and this, this track on the EP touched me this way. And it was the different doors that it was open. It allowed me to see the necessary for going through my pain transparently, openly, because that's what we do. We worship openly. And so when we do that, it allowed me, the joy was to see the deliverance, that my living and my pain wasn't in vain and that it was for God to get the glory and that somebody heard it, somebody heard the story. And so at the end of the day, my joy is knowing that it's not about the record deal. It's not about the fame or the fortune, my name being in neon lights. It's about that one soul that decided to put the gun to their head and they popped that CD in and it transformed their life. It's about the person that said, I, I can't go on, and they found the song that said they can go on. So it's all about the outcome of soul winning souls and how it transforms life for me. That's my joy. I, I'll, I'll give it all up just for that one, and so I'm thankful to have seen results. Amen. Amen. One coming forward. Amen. Well, tell me this. Amen. What makes a, 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 a great worship leader or a psalmist? Not that you're judging anyone, but... You know, you know, as as preachers, when we hear a message, you know, we say, okay, I, I, he spent time with the Lord. I, I I hear this word; everything is connecting. He spent time with the Lord. The anointing is there, and you recognize that this person is giving you a quality word in the excellency of the Holy Ghost. So, what would you say makes a great worship leader or someone? You know, you know, you understand what I'm saying when I say great. I don't mean in the sense of. Uh, flashing lights and cameras, you know, but great in the sense of doing what God expects. Uh, uh, well, you know, me being a, a preacher as well as a worship leader, my number yeah. one thing for anybody that, that has <laughs> my number one thing for anybody that, that stands before a congregation or a group of people and, and proclaim themselves to be mm-hmm. something, you got to mm-hmm. have a connection with him. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean a personal connection. Because if you ain't got it somewhat together, how are you going to worship anything to me? Right. <laughs> you got to be able to say you got that basics, that that foundation. You know, come on you, now. Don't just come up here and give me anything because because <laughs> anything ain't gonna get me through the storm. Right. I, I, right. I, I, I ain't right. gonna preach. I ain't gonna preach. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. I ain't gonna preach on All right. that. All right, now, um, uh, Mrs. Evans Brown. Yes, sir. I would say mm, obedience, Jesus, obedience, um, mm-hmm. having a consistent prayer life and being in tune with the Holy Spirit to hear what he's trying to drop in you and what he wants you to display and give to the people. Um, you just got to stay on your face. Transparency mm-hmm. is key in a lot of things. We can't 
stand before God's people mm-hmm. and it's like we haven't been through anything. Um, because be on it is, and this is the way I feel, even with ministers and preachers, if you've not been through something, you mm. really can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Worry about how you're going to feed your kids or how you're going to pay a bill or how you are going to get your rent paid. You can't mm. do any of this. And a lot of people mm. are I need somebody that is real. My prayers, God, help mm-hmm. me to be real in being a praise and worship leader. You know, my sister said earlier, being in a place where, you know, you can minister to the people. You know, you got to be able to mm-hmm. minister to them on their level, not above their level, where they feel like, okay, I'm connecting with her. You want them to connect with you. You need them to connect with you. Yes. So I thought every trial that I have been through, and I always said, God, why? And it was that immediate moment, but it was later that he showed me why. Okay, I needed you to go through this because A, B, C, and D is going to go through this down the road, and you're going to have to help me more. So I use every That's opportunity powerful. I get to minister and be a witness to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, Mr. Bryant, I would say I agree with everything that has been said. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it's going to be the obedience, um, the lifestyle. Um, and when I say the obedience, is I'm, I, and I, I make it some some people that cut their eyes at what I'm about to say. I don't believe in rehearsing. I don't rehearse. Mm-hmm. Um, because for one, I'm a prophetic worshiper, so mm-hmm. I don't like to be rehearsed to the point where when God, when I walk into an atmosphere and God say, "Don't sing the song you rehearsed," but saying this, I want to be able to hear Him and move obediently. In order to Amen. do that and be able to go into an atmosphere where you're dealing with all kind of spirits and people that need to be set free and delivered, you got to be believable. You got to sing about the God you love, but you got to be believable. If you don't love somebody, you ain't going to sing about them the right way. You ain't going to display the love the right way. You ain't going to live it the right way. And so one thing is going back to that relationship, that obedience, and then when you're before the people, you can display and represent God the way that it needs to be while you're in the forefront. So. Amen. What about, young, what, about our, what about our younger worship leaders who are just starting out as far as the not rehearsing part? Wouldn't they have to at least, you know, get there? Because they may not be as mature as you are. They may not be as developed. Because, you know, because sometimes not, they'll try to I'll, emulate us and they're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So I know you. So, yes, they, may, uh-huh. they, may, they, would need to, they would need to be rehearsing because it's going to come back to that relationship part. And I don't right. think that they would right. be in that predicament where they would be able to hear them in that manner where they can do that. But, yes. Right, that's but be true. flexible. Don't get up there uh, with this stiff. I'm right. gonna do what I, I'm gonna do what I want to do, no matter well, what. Have, I, I got you on that. Right. Don't have A and B selection, and then if God say add a C selection, and then you say, well, we can't go over by two minutes because God said, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, I'm gonna tell you. I, I just listen. I just want to thank you all tonight for being here in the Lions Den. You are you are tremendous. Listen, I, I of course have got some other shows lined up, but I definitely want to have you guys back to come back and to really because uh, you you bless you bless me, you bless my listeners. I just want to thank you so much. Listen, tonight we've had uh, Reverend Reverend uh, Layman, Layman Layman Green. We had uh, Mrs. Favorite. Evans Browns, and we've had Minister Mikaela Bryan. I just thank y'all so much for tonight, for blessing us, for sharing us just a portion of your gift of singing, of your worship. And so I just uh, just want to say thank you, and please come back again, all right? Absolutely. Thank you. Amen. Yes, yes. No doubt. Thank Amen. you for having me. God bless You're you. You're so welcome. Bless you. Listen, exactly. to our, to our listeners, you've been inside. You, you've been in the lion's den, and tonight I hope you receive strength. 
I sing because I'm happy. So get a, get a song in your heart. Get a, a verse on your lips and just begin to sing or hum or whatever you do. Do like me and make a joyful noise. Me, 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 me. Whatever you got to do to get yourself out of a <laughs> rut, not to be bogged down. Sing because you're happy. Sing until you get happy. Play a song. Call a friend that can sing. Listen, this is Strength from the Lion's Den. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. Join me next Wednesday when I'll be talking to a group of authors when we're talking about right, 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 the pathway of an author. God bless you.